Hey everyone, as always, I'm sorry you're here, but I am glad you found us so we can hopefully be a resource on your healing journey. I'm adding a new little series to our podcast. I really do love interviewing people and having them tell their story, but it gets a little bit difficult to make all of that work, but I want you guys to have more episodes available to listen to. So I thought our Miscarriage Stories account is fairly popular, so I am going to take stories from that account and share them here. So for those who don't follow us on Instagram or would rather listen versus read, each episode will have three stories. So it'll be short, very palatable, just kind of bite-sized pieces to listen and and connect with. Story one. Last week was supposed to be the week I finally got to tell you all why I suddenly dropped off the face of the Instagram planet, that I had unexpectedly fallen pregnant with our fourth baby and was living in my bed the last two months due to very severe morning sickness that I was finally feeling better and into my second trimester. I had my announcement photo completely planned out. Unfortunately, when we went for our 12 and a half week ultrasound last week, we were faced with a baby that had passed three weeks prior. My DNC was scheduled for Friday morning, but my body decided to go into labor Thursday afternoon. Before I knew it, I had not only passed our baby right before my eyes, but I was very clearly bleeding way too heavily. By the time my husband ran my boys to the first neighbor's house who answered the door, I was on the floor bleeding out. When he picked me up to help me to the car, I passed out. He carried me to the car, rushed me to the hospital, carried me in covered in blood, blue-gray color, and unresponsive. After nearly dying twice and receiving a couple of blood transfusions, I was able to have an emergency DNC to stop my bleeding. A couple of days in the hospital, and I am now at home recovering from very severe blood loss and hypovolemic shock. I am not new to miscarriage and have more babies in heaven than I do here with me. I can't tell you all that I am doing well because I'm not. I can't even go downstairs and be in my own bed because the anxiety of remembering what ensued in that room is too much. I can tell you that despite it all, I am blessed blessed with three amazing little boys and a husband who loves me, and quite literally saved my life with moments to spare, blessed by a God who loves me far more than I hurt in this moment. My family will be okay. I will be okay. To my sweet angel baby, I love you more than I can put into words. Your brothers love you. I've never seen your daddy more excited for a pregnancy than the surprise pregnancy that you were for us. My heart longs for the first few moments we would have had together with you on my chest. Watch over us and your siblings in heaven, my sweet angel. Story 2 I don't know how it's possible, but it's been seven days. One week, 168 hours, 10,080 minutes since tragedy struck this house last week. A week since I lost my sweet baby and almost my life. My brain relives the scene on repeat endlessly, so for me, it's like it just happened. But somehow, it's been seven days. It's sort of astounding the way, no matter what is going on in our life, around us or directly to us, life keeps moving. 
I might feel like my brain and my heart are completely broken and at a standstill, but life has kept moving, whether I've wanted it to or not. The sun has rose seven times, my eyes have opened, my body has gotten hungry, the world still turned, the seconds still ticked, the dishes still needed to get done, my body has slowly grown stronger, and the sun still set. Life has surely gone on, and it has gone on with little notice of how my life has been altered forever. I've lost a lot of babies, but this one feels different. Perhaps it's due to the trauma that came with this loss and everything I saw. Maybe the realization that I lost my baby and almost lost my own life. Maybe it's that my children are older and seeing how crushed they are. Maybe it's the fact that I've lost so many. I really can't tell you why this time feels so different, but it is. It's so different. The grief is so huge and encompassing. I literally can feel this hole in my chest, and I often find myself taking a huge deep breath to fill it. Life is moving forward, but the part about grief that's so compelling is the part that keeps us from wanting it to, which sits directly next to the part of us that needs it to. I need to be able to move forward and feel normal, but what I need for more than that is to feel close to my baby, and that's where the grief is beautiful. Grief, I've learned, is really just love. It's all the love you want to give, but cannot. It gathers in the corners of your eyes, it's in the lump in your throat, and the hollow part of your chest. Grief is love with no place to go. Grief is love unfinished, and that is what makes it so beautifully tormenting. Story 3. It's gone. It's officially gone. On Wednesday, actually. I was seven weeks pregnant. I think I'm totally numb to all of this now, and the blows somehow hurt less each time. I'm okay, I really am. I get asked a lot how I'm so strong. I'm always taken back by that statement, as I really don't think I am. I think it's mistaken for survival. Somehow you find a way, and make it through whatever challenge it is you're facing. There are inevitably two choices when you are experiencing something tragic difficult, or heartbreaking in your life. You can let it destroy you or let it create you. I chose the latter. This year has broken me in more ways than I know possible, but it's now my choice if and how I put these pieces back together. I'm ready to create my masterpiece. Tomorrow is a new day, and I'm focusing on the future. I'm focusing on me, enriching my mind, body, and soul with good food good thoughts, knowledge, and self-love. Thank you to those who have given me endless love and support this year and never lost faith in me, no matter how distant I was. You know who you are. I adore and appreciate you. So here's your reminder. If you're facing something difficult in your life, it may seem impossible today, but maybe this will become a part of your why, your reason, or your purpose. Use it as your fuel to accelerate into the life you want. You are the author of your life. Make sure it's worth the read. I hope the rest of your day goes as well as it can. And tune in to the next IG Bits podcast episode for three more stories. Hey you, stay connected. Find us on Instagram at Managing Miscarriage, on Facebook at Miscarriage Nonprofit, 
And don't forget to download the free e-guide on our website, managingmiscarriage.com. Please rate and review this podcast to help other women find us and consider sharing your story. Hang in there, mama.